Ah, and we are live. Welcome back to Takes by Fans. We got a great show for you today. As always, we are live every single day at noon Eastern. If you want to watch live, head over to takesbyfans.com slash watch. If you want to watch but not live, head over to our YouTube channel, Takes by Fans. We put all of our shows and clips of the show there on a daily basis. And if you just want to listen, we are on podcasting apps, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Facebook Podcasts, wherever you want to watch or listen, we've got Got you covered multiple ways. Alrighty, folks. Today's a big all Sunday. We are officially 59 minutes out from the kickoff of the Sunday slate of week 10, folks. So this is our pregame show. We're gonna be talking ins and outs, last second best bets. We've got to change one of our picks. We gotta change one of our picks, folks, because we had breaking news last night. And I'm not rocking with this pick no more because this man is out, and there is no way I am rocking with that backup. No, thank you. So we gotta make a little bit of a pick switch here and uh you know last second best bets and all that but first uh we got to get the nba daily 10 out of the way so let's put 10 minutes on this clock here definitely going to stick very strictly to this because this is our uh, nfl pregame show uh so here we go 10 minutes uninterrupted basketball talk starts right now here we go all righty Kind of a little bit of a wild day in the NBA. Some teams that shouldn't have won kind of won. Like we've been seeing in the NFL for the last two weeks. Teams getting it done. But let's start here with the Heat and the Jazz. Heat get back on track. Winning 111-105 over the Jazz. Fantastic. Uh, Tyler Hero still in the starting lineup without Jimmy Butler. So Tyler Hero plays the two. Duncan Robinson slides over to the three. And that's what they're doing without Jimmy Butler in the starting lineup. So Tyler Hero led the team in scoring again. Again. He leads the team in scoring off the the bench he leads the team in scoring in the starting lineup Tyler Hero baby officially certified as good again love it 27 points eight rebounds one of seven from three and he still was a plus eight on the floor and still got 27 points even though he wasn't hitting the threes fantastic Kyle Lowry 21 points six rebounds four assists Bam Adebayo 13 points seven assists seven rebounds we had PJ Tucker 13 points 11 rebounds PJ Tucker man oh I love this heat team so gosh dang much folks. Can't wait till Jimmy Butler gets back. Duncan Robinson, 22 points, 4 assists, 4 rebounds, 6 of 11 from 3. Duncan Robinson playing this 3 position really solid out here. Um, and then nothing really great off the bench because, you know, Tyler here moves into the starting lineup, but they didn't need anybody off the bench. He get it done. Now the Jazz, another loss here. Mike Connolly, 6 points on 28% shooting. He had 8 assists. Solid. Donovan Mitchell, 22 points, 4 assists, 6 rebounds. He shot 3 of 10 from 3. Rudy Gobert down low, 14 points, 13 rebounds. Royce O'Neal, 7 points, and then Bohan Bogdanovich, 26 points, led the team in scoring, 6 rebounds as well. They also got a really great bench contribution from, anybody want to take a little guess? Of course, it's Jordan Clarkson, 25 points on 17 shots. Hassan Whiteside only playing 12 minutes, zero points, and five rebounds on one shot. Unfortunately, just come up a little bit short here, and uh, the Heat get it done on the road, 111-105. All right, next game up here, and this is a team that actually got a win here. Whoa, 76ers and the Pacers, and the Pacers get the win. What? What? Pacers win 118-113 over to the 76ers. Still no Joel Embiid here for the 76ers, so Andre Drummond still filling in here. But let's start with the Pacers since they got the win. Sabonis, 18 points, 12 rebounds. And remember, the last time we saw this Pacers team win, Sabonis wasn't really getting it done. He's not the leading scorer, so that's how this Pacers team needs to win. Other players getting it done. Justin Holiday off the bench led the team in scoring 27 points. We had Miles Turner with 20 points. Malcolm Bogdan. Uh, 13 points, 10 assists, 10 rebounds. That is a triple-double, folks. And then Karis LeVert with 12 points, 3 assists, and 2 rebounds. Sabonis with only 18 points and 12 rebounds. And then great, another great contribution off the bench here by Keelan Martin. 13 points and 4 rebounds. Well done. Pacers, are they starting to get back on track, folks? What do they got? 6 wins now? 6 and 8? All right, trying to kind of make their way back into kind of the healthy mix of, uh, you know, getting into the playoffs and not being in kind of that play in Tournament. The playing tournament is still here, folks. So top six seeds guaranteed. Uh, seven, eight, nine, ten. All have that playing tournament that we saw last season that we kind of do like a little bit. So the Pacers trying to get back into the kind of mix of getting into the playoffs. We'll take it. We'll 
take it. And then for the 76ers team, so no Joel Embiid still, but Andre Drummond had a solid performance, 11.16 rebounds. He was a plus 11 on the floor. Give that man credit. Seth Curry playing the one, Tyrese Maxey playing the two. I don't think I like the switch here, but let's see how it went. Seth Curry at the one, 11 points, five assists, four rebounds. He didn't shoot well, 30% on 10 shots. And then Tyrese Maxey, 24 points, three assists, two rebounds. Great night, three of four from the three, 66% shooting on 15 shots. We know Tyrese Maxey can score, facilitate, whatever he needs to do. And he had a really great game last night. So impressed with Tyrese Maxey, folks. These young players out here getting it done this season, early on at least, and I'm absolutely all here for it. Tobias Harris still in the starting lineup. Love seeing him back still. 32 points, led the team in scoring 11 rebounds as well. And then Danny Green, 14 points, 4 rebounds. Hey, I'll take that. A 10-plus point performance by Danny Green without a major player. I'll take that all day. Unfortunately, they didn't get the best bench production out here. Shake Milton, 7 points on 8 shots. Georges Yang, 6 points on 7 shots. Firkin Korkmaz, 8 points on 8 shots. So, overall, okay, but they needed a little bit more. And once again, you know, some players having to get into that starting lineup, like Andre Drummond, not able to be available off the bench because to buy, or because Joel Embiid is not there. <clears throat> so, uh, Pacers get a win here. Is this? I think this is like two in a row for this Pacers team. So, we'll see if they can keep it going here. And if they're going to be a real deal team or if they're going to be the Pacers like we always know they are. Nothing good. All right, next game up here, Wizards at the Magic, and the Wizards get a win here, 104-92. This Wizards team kind of balling out, and I'm kind of here for it. Are we here for this? I think we're here for this, folks. Spencer Dinwiddie, 23 points, no Bradley Beal, and they still get the win. It's against the Magic, so it's nothing great, but it's still a win. We'll give them credit. So Spencer Dinwiddie fills in for... Uh, uh, Bradley Beal at the two. Aaron Holiday slides over to the one. Uh, so Spencer Dinwiddie, 23 points, 11 rebounds. Aaron Holiday, 11 points, 4 assists. Kyle Kuzma being the big cheese out there. Did he step it up? 17 points, 10 rebounds. I'll give him that second or third leading scorer. We had Montrez Harrell coming off the bench with 20 points, 7 assists, and 6 rebounds. Oh, my God. Montrez Harrell. Woof. Is he in the running for sixth man of the year? I definitely would say so. The big man's getting it done. Potential sixth man of the year candidates. Montrez Harrell, Lamarck. Aldridge, we are loving what we're getting from them real early on in this season. Kyle Kuzma, 17 points, 10 rebounds on 42% uh, from the field, 3 of 10 from the 3, so not bad overall. Still a minus 2 on the floor, but overall not terrible. Um, KCP, 10 points, 4 rebounds as well, and that was really it. Raul Neto off the bench, 9 points, and Denny Avidaje, 8.6 rebounds. So well done for the Wizards of getting the win, and then for the Magic, Cole Anthony led the team in scoring. Classic, led the team in assists. Classic, and he shot not great. 25% on 16 shots. Uh, but he got to the line 12 times, sunk 11 of, of 11 of them for 22 points and 8 rebounds and, or 8 assists and 4 rebounds. Anything else good here on this team? Mo Bamba, 14.17 rebounds. We'll give him that. Wendell Carter, 17.7 rebounds. We'll give him that. And then everybody else did not good. We will avoid calling it trash, but we all know it's trash. Alright, next game up here. We got 4 more games to go in 3 minutes. Can we do it? Here we go. Uh, Grizzlies at the Pelicans in the Pelicans Pelicans finally get a win here, winning 112-101. Why? Why? Because Brandon Ingram was back, folks. Thank goodness. Valanchunas is like, thank goodness somebody else good is back on this team so we can finally start winning again. Valanchunas, 15 points, 9 rebounds, still holding it down like always. Brandon Ingram, first game back, 19 points, 4 assists, 3 rebounds, a plus 10 on the floor. And he shot decent, 41% on 17 shots. It's not horrible. We'll give it to him. And then Nikhil Alexander-Walker, 21 points, led the team in scoring. We had Devontae Graham, 15 points, and great contribution from Herbert Jones off the bench with 17 points and 6 rebounds. They get the win. And then, unfortunately for the Grizzlies, still struggling here early on. John Moran, 22 points, 10 assists, 9 rebounds, shot good, 47%. Desmond Bain, 14 points. Steven Adams, 15 points, 9 rebounds. Jaron Jackson Jr., 4 points on 8 shots. Yikes. And then Dylan Brooks uh, led the team in scoring, 23 points. And even Kyle Anderson with 13 points off the bench unable to get it done they lose then we get the Pistons and the Raptors and the Pistons win a game 127-121 over the Raptors who got it done for the Pistons uh basically everybody in their starting lineup Killian Hayes 13 points 10 assists Cade Cunningham 10 points 4 assists Isaiah Stewart at the 5 20 points 4 rebounds Jeremy Grant 24 points 5 assists 5 rebounds Sadiq Bey 16 points 8 rebounds 5 assists everybody in the starting lineup getting it done and then great contribution from the bench Josh Jackson 15 points 
points. And Frank Jackson, the Jackson brothers out here. 15 points, 14 points, getting it done. Very well done. Pistons get back to winning basketball. <clears throat> now, big time unfortunate here for the Raptors. Losing this game, they really shouldn't have lost this game. Unfortunately, we just took them out of our power rankings uh, when we updated those yesterday. We still want to see this team kind of get back in the power rankings. Unfortunately, come up a little bit short here. But the starters all really kind of got it done like the Pistons did. Unfortunately, just come up a little bit short. No Fred Van Vliet, so Goran Dragic steps in at the one here. Uh, 16 points, 3 assists by him. Gary Trent Jr., 23 points. We had Pascal Siakam, 25 points, 12 rebounds. OG Ananubi, 17 points. And Scotty Barnes, 11 points and 6 rebounds. They only had one good bench contribution from uh, Delano Banton with 12 points. So just unfortunately missing that second good bench score. That's why they lose. Then we get the Celtics at the Cavs. And the Cavs pull off the win here. 91-89. to Garland hitting some clutch free throws to win the game. Once again, we just put this Cavs team in our top 10. And we are absolutely loving it. Um, Darius Garland, 22 points. Fantastic. Evan Mobley, 19 points. 9 rebounds. Jared Allen, 11 points. Eight rebounds, and then off the bench here, Ricky Rubio with 16 points, and C.D. Osmond hitting some big shots as well, nine points off the bench. And unfortunately, the Celtics lose, still having Schroeder and Marcus Smart here. Schroeder moves to the one, Marcus Smart at the two. Marcus Smart did nothing all game besides being the good defender. He had eight, re eight assists and five steals. We'll give him that, but two points on five shots, just not able to get it done. And then here we go. That is our 10 minutes, so let's quickly wrap up this last game here. Timberwolves at the Clippers. Clippers get the win, 129-102, fantastic. Fantastic win again by this Clippers team. Loving everything about it. Uh, Paul George, 23 points. We had Reggie Jackson, 21 points. We had Terrence Mann off the bench, 16 points. We had Eric Bledsoe, 14 points. We had Zubak, 10 points, 12 rebounds. All getting it done. And Isaiah Hartenstein, 12 points off the bench. And Luke Kennard off the bench, 9 points. And Jay Scrub off the bench, 9 points. I mean, Clippers are getting it done. And the Timberwolves, unfortunately, losing again here. Still having their big three, unfortunately. Carl Anthony Towns kind of floundered in this game. 8 points, 8 rebounds on 27 percent shooting minus 11 on the floor no thank you D'Angelo Russell 15 points eight assists and Anthony Edwards 21 points nine rebounds not able to get it done everybody else flounders on this Timberwolves team like we know they do so very well done for the Clippers they get the win Alrighty, that is our NBA Daily 10, folks. We'll be back tomorrow seeing what happens today in the NBA. We got any good action in the NBA? I know it's Sunday, so it's all football today. But anything good here? Um, Spurs at Lakers, Bucks at Hawks, Warriors at Hornets, Suns at Rockets, Nets at Thunder, Blazers at Nuggets. Ooh, Bulls at Clippers at 930. Ooh, ooh, that's going to be a great one to watch. Maybe if you got League Pass, you know, the NFL Monday Night Game, it's going to be uh, a little bit over. Uh, it's going to be over before the Bulls and Clippers, so maybe you can catch the last quarter of Bulls at Clippers, and it's probably going to be a close game, so it's going to be good to watch in the fourth quarter. So there you go, folks. F football all day, and then maybe a little dessert with the NBA Bulls at Clippers. Ah, ah. I can't wait. Oh, I'm watching that game all day. We're watching that game here. All righty. All righty, folks. Uh, let's head over to the NFL, folks. Now that we are, what do we got? What do we got? Uh, 47 minutes out from the start of week. Well, not even the start because we got Thursday. But you all know the majority, the majority of week 10, really all of week 10 besides one game kicks off today. Or besides two games, Monday night. Jeez Louise. Any way you want to phrase it, I don't care, folks. Phrase it however you want to phrase it. But here we go. We've got a lot of things to talk about here before the NFL kicks off. So let's start with some players in and out today. Who are we expecting to see and not to see? So players out today, Nick Chubb. So this is going to be this is going to be a little tough for this Browns team running the ball wise here uh, what do we got as kind of their third string because obviously no Kareem Hunt still and no Nick Chubb so what is Baker doing with uh, running back number three which we believe I believe is really good I'm blanking on the name is it Demetric Felton who's also out as well let me quickly get this Browns depth chart up here and this is going to be a tough game for this Browns team not having their great running backs because that's a huge reason why this Browns team is good um, Dearness Johnson that's it. Um, Demetric Felton uh, is also on the Browns, but it's Dearness Johnson. Remember when Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt were out like two, three weeks ago, Dearness Johnson came onto the scene and absolutely got it done. He rushed, I think, close for 100 yards. Let me get my uh, facts straight here. Let me go to these game logs here this season. Give me the game logs. Game log right here. 
Here we go. What did he do? 146 yards against Denver three weeks ago, folks. So Dearness Johnson can still get it done here. So this Browns team should still be good to go here. Let's see if the line has dropped any because Nick Chubb really wasn't announced out until kind of maybe two days ago yesterday. So let's see what this uh, Browns-Patriots line, and it came down half a point. Now it's only Browns plus two. So they kind of weigh Nick Chubb as a half a point. And yeah, that's definitely... Um, understandable lines really don't move that much with one player usually kind of good players half a point starting quarterbacks a full point we've got a huge two point mover with an out that we're going to talk about one of our picks as well we're going to get to that in a second here but Browns plus two I think it's still solid value we're going to stay away from it because we just want to watch this game because we do think this is going to be the best game of the week definitely the best game of the one o'clock window definitely Definitely top three games of all week, I would definitely say. So Baker Mayfield's going to have to do a little bit more out there, but we believe in Baker Mayfield 100%. We are not the national media, folks. I know the national media is 100% off of Baker Mayfield. You don't find that over here at us. We watch this man almost every single week, and he gets it done, and we love what we see from him. He gets it done. We don't uh, see him as like a Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, A1, Tier 1 quarterback, and we know what he brings to the table. We know what he can do with this team, and he can get it done, and uh, this is going to be a tough defense to get it done with or get it done against, but we believe in Kevin Stefanski to scheme the way in Baker Mayfield. Didn't throw the ball that much last week, so if he slings it here, you know, 30-plus times, he's going to be kind of fresh to do so, cleared for takeoff. I'll give him it. So no Nick Chubb, no Demetric Felton. And we're going to be still rocking with the Ernest Johnson, which we know we have big-time believability in. Alrighty, who else is out this week? We get Damian Harris, another running back in this Browns-Patriots game. But, okay, no Damian Harris, but what does that mean we get to see more of that we just saw? We just shouted him out this week on uh, our f Wednesday film study show. Our man, Ramondre Stevenson. Yes, sir. Expect him to get the bulk of the load here for this Patriots offense. And this is going to be great to see. We know he's got the speed. He's got the strength. And he's a really good running back. He just cannot fumble. He cannot fumble. Remember, he fumbled like game one or game two. And that's the reason why he hasn't been getting big time play numbers here because Bill Belichick has no no time for fumbling here so they've been rocking with Damian Harris but Damian Harris is out so bingo bingo Ramondre Stevenson is back folks and we just had a really good performance by him last week as well so he's ready to go he's not ice cold he's warmed up and ready to run here at home can't wait cannot wait for this Browns Patriots game. This better be on national television in my area. What are our national games in our area going to be? Or do I have to kind of find another source to kind of watch this game? Because I really, really need to see this Browns at New England game. Unfocused, unfiltered. This needs to be the main game on my main screen for the 1 o'clock window. But unfortunately, we got Falcons, Cowboys, and we got Bills, Jets here. So I'm going to have to kind of play with some internet things so I can watch this Browns Patriots game. I cannot wait for this one. I can't wait. All right, what else do we got here? Alvin Kamara is officially out for the Saints. And you know what the big disrespect is, folks. Once again, this could have been Vegas's time to start respecting the Titans this week by making the Titans minus 10, minus 14, minus 20 at home. But they made them minus 2.5. And, and then Alvin Kamara is out. And now the line is only Titans minus 3. It didn't balloon up. They could have kind of gotten it right here, even though they didn't get it right initially. You had the chance to kind of look at your mistake and be like, okay, now that Alvin Kamara's out, we could see this Titans team by being minus 7, minus 10, but they don't do that, folks. Once again, high-profile players still only kind of half a point, one full point movers according to a line. So still great value here. Titans minus 3, and once again, you know, still at plus 100, folks. Absolutely big-time disrespect here, folks. Eat up the Titans minus 3. We've officially endorsed it all the way up to Titans minus 6.5, and, and we stand by that still. Stand by that still big time. So... 
Can't wait for the Titans to win. We have our private jet taking off for Vegas, leaving at 2.45 p.m. I don't even need to wait until this game is over. We know we're going to cash in. We bet our entire house here, our entire, every single money and asset that we have is in this Titans minus three game, and it's already at Vegas, and I will be going down there to collect, to collect before the game is over, folks. And uh, I, once again, I want to be treated. They better have my banner up. They better have, you know, champagne. They better have, you know, four escorts uh, guarded with some heavy kind of machinery on them. Titans minus three, the bat of the century. Officially declared the bat of the century. Are y'all listening? Do you know how long a century is, folks? Do you know how many games have taken place in the last century? And this game right here, the sheer disrespect of Titans minus three at, at, at plus 100 value. Are y'all ready? You want to hear these lines, folks? Because remember, on a line, it's usually minus 110 each way. Uh, that's why there's a line to make the game fair so you can still get some good value without betting it straight up. Let's go through all the games here to see which uh, spread line is not at minus 110 like this Titans game is. Here we go. Bills at Jets. Bills minus 13, minus 110. Jets plus 13, minus 110. Bucks, Washington. Bucks minus 9.5, minus 115. Washington plus 9.5, minus 105. This is what it should be. Titans minus, uh, minus 3 should be minus 105. Saints plus three should be minus 115. It should be just like that. Don't disrespect them on top of the disrespect by making the value plus 100. I mean, I'll take it for the odds here, but I'm just talking about straight up respect and disrespect, and this is straight up disrespect. We've been cashing out on the disrespect the last four weeks, and like we said, we've got the private jet fueling up. It's been fueling up for the last 30 minutes here, and it takes off at 245. So if you are tailing our bet, you can come on our private jet with us. I will send you all the information. Uh, you can come and ride in our play private jet, and we will all go down and rob Vegas together. I've got no problem with that. Here we go. Falcons, Cowboys. Falcons plus 7.5, minus 110. Cowboys minus, um, uh, minus 110 as well. Saints, Titans. Saints minus 120 on the spread line. Titans plus 100. Jags, Colts, both on, both on the minus 110. Steelers, Lions, minus 115, minus 105. Browns, Patriots, both at minus 110. Vikings, Chargers, both at minus 110. Panthers, Cardinals, both at minus 110. Eagles, Broncos, both at minus 110. Uh, Seahawks, Green Bay, Seahawks, minus 115. Green Bay Packers, minus 105. Chiefs, Raiders. Okay, we get Chiefs, minus 120. And Raiders, plus 100. So, we only get two spreads out here for the entire week. And the Titans are one of them. Disrespect again, 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 again. Absolutely disrespectful. We'll take that all day. <clears throat> What else do we got up here? Who's out? We got Teron Armstead out. Antonio Brown out. Rob Gronkowski out. So we'll see how that affects Tom Brady. Not having a lot of his weapons out here. And we knew Antonio Brown was out. Remember, we said Antonio Brown was out. And then we looked and then it didn't say anything. And now he's out again. So um, we still like. Did we take the Bucks here this week? No, we did not. Okay. Um, Curtis Samuel out. Going to hurt the uh, Panthers a little bit. Mantra Sweat out. Tyron Smith out. Chase Claypool out. Jamal Williams out. Chris Carson out. And Chase Edmonds is out as well. Alrighty, who is in then? I mean, we just named all those outs. Is anybody playing this week? Well, we get Russell Wilson. He's good to go. Aaron Rodgers is good to go. The Bills getting Dawson Knox back. Absolutely big for them. They struggle scoring in the red zone. Dawson Knox is really kind of their main red zone target here. Getting him back, especially what happened last week. The Bills really should be rolling offensively this week. We'll see if they do. Zach Moss is good to go as well. We get Michael Gallup good to go. Eric Ebron good to go. Trent Brown, Keenan Allen, and Chris. Christian McCaffrey, all good to go for their respective teams. 
All right, do we miss anybody else here on an overlapping list? Let's see this guy's list. Here we go. James Robinson is in, and that's going to be big time for the Jaguars. They've missed him a couple of weeks. They haven't really needed him last week. They won without him. Let's see if they can win back with him in the starting lineup. Chris Godwin in, Michael Gallup in, Ramondre Stevenson is in. He was a little questionable alongside Damian Harris to play, both having concussions, but Ramondre Stevenson is good to go. Please make the most of it, Ramondre Stevenson. We hope you have like 100-yard rushings. Once again, no fumbles, and we really can see you being a starting running back in this league, and we'll see if the Patriots decide to rock with you when Damian Harris comes back 100% healthy, or if we do a little bit of running back by committee-wise. I'll take that Damian Harris, Ramondre Stevenson. Give me that running back by committee any day of the week. Absolutely. Ramondre Stevenson. Gotta watch. Oh, my. Ooh, ooh. Folks, folks, don't watch Red Zone. Don't watch anything. Focus on Browns, Patriots, and watch this man run it all day long. Ooh, I can't wait to see this man. We get Trent Brown in. We get Taylor Decker in. Jeremiah Uwusu-Kormoa back, ready to rock here for the Browns. And then Dwayne Haskins is also good to go. And why is that big time news? Because, because Ben Roethlisberger is out this week. Is broke. When did this break? Yesterday at 7.54 p.m. And we are no longer taking our Steelers minus eight. This was one of our 99% guarantee picks. And we are no longer going with this pick. I am not trusting Mason Rudolph. Are you out of your gourd here, folks? Mason Rudolph is absolutely very, very trash. I would say Mason Rudolph is the worst quarterback in the entire NFL. I'll take any other quarterback over Mason Rudolph. Give me Sam Darnold. And y'all know, we know that man is an absolute scrub in the NFL, folks. No disrespect, but he's trash. <clears throat> So, I would rather take any other quarterback in the NFL. Give me Zach Wilson. Give me Sam Darnold. Give me Matt Ryan. Give me anybody besides Mason Rudolph. Give me even Dwayne Haskins. I don't know why Dwayne Haskins is not starting here. Mason Rudolph gives you nothing good, folks. And I refuse to believe in him. And we officially have to rescind our Steelers minus eight bet. And remember, we've been telling you uh, the last kind of week or two, Seeing all these kind of high-profile profile names not going uh, last week and this week and seeing the spread drop a point, half a point, a la Alvin Kamara this week and the line only moves a half a point. Big Ben being out moved two full points, folks, from Steelers minus eight to Steelers minus six. That tells you all you need to know about this game. Stay away from it. Do not bet the Steelers minus eight. If you've already locked it in, it's that's so unfortunate. We've already locked it in in our 99% guarantees it's unfortunate we hope it goes I'm not believing in it anymore but we have to choose a new official pick here because this is officially off of our list here we are not believing in Mason Rudolph. The Mason Rudolph that had like eight games to his name. What was it, two years ago when Ben Roethlisberger was out that season? Let's get his career starts up and what he did. And we watched him in these preseason games as well to see, you know, once again, this is kind of Big Ben's last year. So we're all kind of looking for who's going to be the next Steelers quarterback. So we were kind of heavily invested watching these preseason games for the Steelers. And once again, Mason Rudolph did absolutely nothing in those preseason games. Games. Zero buyability, zero belief, negative believability. I have negative believability in Mason Rudolph. And obviously, if there's no bad ability, there's no believability. There is no bad ability. No way, no how. No way you should ever bet Mason Rudolph with the Steelers team. Absolutely no way. So here we go. Let's go to 2019. Here we go. Started a couple games. Did he get any wins? Game one, loss. Game two, loss. Game three, win. What do you do this game? 85% completion percentage, two touchdowns, no picks against the Bengals. But that was when the Bengals were bad. They were still bad in 2019. They just got good last season. A little bit. Not really good this year. Uh, they lose to the Baltimore Ravens. They beat the Dolphins. He had 55% completion percentage of that game. They beat the Colts. He had 74% completion that game. I'll give him that. But, I mean, we get 191. 
191 yards on 191 yards on 35 attempts and 26 completions. I mean, that's all dink and dunk. It's not like he's actively winning this game. He still had a pick as well against the Rams. 57% completion percentage, 242 yards on 22 completions. I'll give him that, but the completion percentage, no way. They get the win, 17-12. to 12. Then they lose against the Browns, 55% completion percentage, four interceptions. They lose against, or no, they beat Cincinnati, but on 16 passes and one interception and 50% completion percentage. No thank you. And then here, his last start here of 2019, 70% uh, completion percentage, but 129 yards on 14 completions. I mean, they're not relying on this dude to do anything. There is no believability in Mason Rudolph, so we officially have to find a new bet here. So what is... Uh, is there any other good value we can substitute this Steelers minus eight pick because we we have no confidence in this? So what do we get here? Bills, Jets, now at Bills minus 13 still. We don't want to take that. That's still a little bit too much for us to swallow given what this Bills team has really done this entire year. We're not ready to swallow that many points with this team yet. Bucks Washington Bucks minus nine and a half this little rematch of the playoffs from last year where the uh, Washington football team lost by one possession with uh, the last chance in their hand at the they had the ball in their hand the last chance of the game uh, not ready to take the Bucks minus nine and a half this could be some kind of revenge game for Washington where they step up once again no Gronk no AB it's not gonna hurt to Brady that much Gronk hasn't really played and AB you know he's the uh, uh a luxury piece for this Bucks team. Uh, just don't want to swallow nine and a half here with them on the road, given the kind of circumstances surrounded this game. We've already got Falcons Cowboys on our list, and this uh, no, we don't. We did not. I keep uh, confusing taking the Cowboys with the Colts because they both start with C. C O Cowboys Colts. Uh, but uh, Falcons Cowboys Cowboys minus seven and a half. This is going to be the bet that we replace Steelers minus eight with um, it's kind of the same value Steelers minus eight Cowboys minus uh, seven and a half both home teams going against lackluster opponents uh, Steelers with the Lions Cowboys with the Falcons we are not buying that this Falcons team is good given what they did last week we know they are up and down every single week Cowboys looking to erase that awful atrocious performance that they had but the only reason why they had that performance was because Dak was missing all the throws and Dak doesn't do that that was a huge outlier game from Dak Prescott and why was that an outlier game oh yeah he missed a game he missed a week so you know all that kind of uh, muscle memory getting in the groove of kind of doing everything the same week in and week out he got thrown off so he's back at home this week against his Falcons defense that can't stop a nosebleed we are officially replacing Steelers minus eight with Cowboys minus seven and a half that is our new official 99% guarantee picks Cowboys minus 7.5 instead of Steelers minus 8. All right, so we have that taken care of here in uh, the business that we needed to take care of because I am not heading in to a Sunday slate with Steelers minus eight on my picks, folks. I will not have that on me on my show. No way. I got to get that out of here. I'm not trusting Mason Rudolph, folks. Have you been listening for the last 10 minutes? Have we been ranting about Mason garbage Rudolph? Trash, trash. The Steelers probably lose. Lions get their first win of the season. Alrighty, what else do we have to talk about today? We get Cardinals, still no Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins. It's kind of looking like that. Rondell Moore is good to go, but Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins, once again, probably going to miss this week. I don't know if it's officially official yet, but it's like 99%. Let's quickly see. We got any breaking news as uh, we've been live for the last 33 minutes out here. What do we got? What do we got? Chandler Jones will be fined today as he plans to wear cleats honoring the late Pat Tillman. Who cares? Who cares? Do what you want. Pay the fine. I'll pay the fine. Send the fine to me. I'll pay it for every I'll pay it for everybody in the NFL. Do your own thing. Um, we got anything else here? Okay, so Kyler Murray news has not officially broken that he's out, but it's looking really, 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 really like he's not. Is he in a 4 o'clock window? Yeah, he's at 4.05 window, so we probably won't know for another hour, hour and a half, two hours. <clears throat> but do not expect Kyler Murray to play this week. 
Alrighty, uh, what is this? Has this line dropped according to that news? Let's quickly see what this line has kind of been started at. What it dropped to is this Cardinals minus eight already factoring in Kyler Murray playing or not. Let's see if this line has dropped in the last day or two. Um, here we go. What did this line open up at? It opened up at. <clears throat> Cardinals minus 10 and a half and now it is at Cardinals minus eight and a half. So yes, this is already factoring in Kyler Murray not playing. So it's basically officially official, um, unofficially, officially official, if if you will. Um, but yeah, Cardinals minus eight and a half. It's probably good, especially against this Panthers team. Um, obviously, no Sam Darnold. Cam Newton may play. We're going to get to this story in a second here, but Cardinals minus eight and a half. Colt McCoy looked really good, but it was really the defense that really helped him out, got him a nice comfortable lead and good field position to start in, and he took advantage. Great game-managing game by Colt McCoy, and we'll see if he can do it two weeks in a row. Uh, you know, once again, these kind of first games for these backup quarterbacks, they come out and win these games, folks. What happens second game, third game, where they need to be relied upon a little bit more and a little bit of film on them to see what they do good and what they don't do, how you pressure it. We'll see if he's able to kind of get two in a row here, but they're at home against the Panthers. Panthers defense is still good, though. We'll see if they're able to kind of make it tough for Colt McCoy to operate this week. Alrighty, what else do we get here? OBJ, let's talk about this dude. Um, he may play this week. He may play Monday night. Rams have discussed using OBJ as an occasional punt returner Monday night as part of a package of plays designed for a standout wide receiver. So getting him a little acclimated here with the Rams, getting him a little bit of taste uh, so he can finally fully go next week out here. Once again, he just got signed, what was it, Wednesday, Thursday, one of those two days. So um, don't expect him to kind of come in and be, you know, number one wide receiver this week, probably next week. And Robert Woods is also, I believe, out for the season. I think he tore his ACL during practice. So now OBJ is definitely clear-cut wide receiver number two here for this Rams team. And we'll see if uh, Matthew Stafford is going to give him the ball right from the get-go or if it takes a couple of weeks, takes a couple of games to get him acclimated. But uh, don't expect big things from OBJ this week. And as we're talking about OBJ, he had an official letter to Cleveland Nation. So let's read this letter right here and see what he's saying. I don't think we can believe anything in this letter because we know what he did outside of this letter, getting his dad, getting LeBron to kind of slander Baker and the entire Browns organization on Twitter, on social media. But let's see what he says right here and see if we believe it. Is there any, <laughs> we talk about believability, viability in the NFL. Is there any believability in OBJ's letter to Believeland? Let's read and find out. So here we go. Believeland. Right at big caps at the star at the top of the letter. So many emotions running through me as I move on to the next chapter of my journey. So many emotions like excitedness and eagerness and championship aspirations. None of those emotions that I had with the Browns because I we weren't winning games and y'all weren't getting me the ball. I want to thank the city of Cleveland for welcoming me with open arms. My goal was always to help bring a championship to the city of Cleveland from the first day I became a member of the Cleveland Browns. Now, that is kind of truthful. Right from the get-go, OBJ to the Browns, it seemed like it was clicking. And then it kind of fell off as he got injured and wasn't available, all that. But I do kind of believe in that. He was really kind of coming here and not making a big deal and ready to rock right from day one. Unfortunately, it didn't pan like that as kind of everything unraveled there. <clears throat> Through all the ups and downs, injuries and rehabs, yeah, the injuries, I am forever grateful to have played in front of some of the greatest fans ever. Dog pound. I love you for embracing me and showing me so much love. Shouting out the fans. Hey, they, they're they going to eat that up. They see dog pound in the letter. They're like, oh, 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 yeah. I, I, was, I was in that dog pound that game week six last season. I was in that dog pound. He talking to me. He talking to me out here. Fantastic. Uh, Mr. and Mrs. Haslam, I thank you for giving me an opportunity to become a member of your great organization. To the entire Browns front office, support staff, and organization, thank you for everything that you have done for my family and I. I appreciate you more than you ever will know. Love to all my coaches and teammates. It was an honor and a privilege to have taken the field with you and to call you all my family. Mm, was it? I think that was the biggest reason why he left. The the teammates, the baker, the little bit of a coach, Kevin Stefanski, not scheming him, not making him the A1 tier 1 centerpiece of this offense. He says loved all of them. Loved all of them. All righty. 
and a privilege to have taken the field with you and to call you my family. Y'all boys will, y'all boys are for lifers with me. Mean that from my soul, my brother Juice, and he kind of shouts out Jarvis Landry. He's not shouting out anybody else. And you know, we know OBJ and Jarvis Landry go back to LSU days together. We have been blessed to have played together at the highest levels. Thank you for always pushing me to be the best man and player that I can be. You are truly a gift from God. I know God's plan never fails with love and gratitude. So, uh, one little line about coaching staff and teammates, not really thanking Baker, and we know that's really why he is out of Cleveland, unfortunately. And I don't really know that OBJ likes playing with Jarvis Landry. Remember when um, they brought Jarvis Landry to um, the Browns with OBJ? OBJ never was really excited. He kind of faked excited. I don't think he likes playing with them because he knows Jarvis Landry maybe a little bit more consistent than OBJ. I don't think he likes playing with him, but that's just my take. So that's OBJ's words to Believe Lynn, Cleveland, Dog Pound Nation. And, um, yeah, just kind of classic boilerplate. But, you know, he, he kind of got uh, no blood on his hands here. He officially didn't made, make the big stink. Yeah, his dad did. But he can also use kind of, you know, plausible deniability. No, I never told him to do that. No, no, no. He's just looking out for his son, what any great father would do. Oh, and LeBron. I mean, he's from Cleveland. He knows Cleveland. He wants to see Cleveland be good. He was seeing Cleveland not be good, and I was here. And that wasn't my fault. That was him. He did that. So he got out of Cleveland blood-free. Sent out this nice letter that I think a lot of people are going to eat up. And, uh, you know, now he's on a championship, <laughs> championship caliber team with the Rams. So everything is coming up OBJ here, folks. And he got away scot-free. So, all righty. We're not going to blame him. Hey, hey, he, he, he didn't get any blood. Whenever you can do anything that better yourself without getting blood on your hand, uh, that's a little bit of an applaud-worthy applaud -worthy thing, I would say. So that's his letter, folks. His official words, goodbye to Cleveland. Alrighty, what else do we got here? We got about 10 more minutes here to wrap it all up here. Anything else to really go over here? Saints plan on, quote, number of packages for Taysom Hill versus the Titans. Ooh, interesting. They're going to bring in Taysom Hill now here. Obviously, we've seen Trevor Simeon these last two weeks, and we liked what we saw from Trevor Simeon last week, but we still don't like the Saints offense as a whole on what they're doing. So what are we going to see with Taysom Hill this week? Let's quickly find out here. Let's go through this very, very quickly. Here we go. As the New Orleans Saints March on minus Jameis Winston. Trevor Simeon will get his second start in a row on Sunday against the Tennessee Titans. Uh, however, while head coach Sean Payton announced Simeon would remain the starter on Friday, he also let it be known that Taysom Hill is likely to get chances to do what Taysom Hill does. Quote here by Sean Payton, quote, yeah, that's the plan. We do have a number of packages we'll use from Taysom. And where do we usually see Taysom Hill? In the red zone. So Trevor Simeon between the 20s and the 20s and then using Taysom Hill's dual threat ability in the red zone. So expect some Taysom Hill out there, and we'll see if that gives the Titans any kind of um, any uh, any hardships. I don't think it will, but we'll see if it does. So expect to see a little bit more of Taysom Hill than what we've seen, even though the Trevor Simeon has really been getting it done last week. So a little interesting that now they bring out Taysom Hill. Mm, okay. All right, and then really bad here, and I think this was just officially official here, but Ryan Fitzpatrick is not expected to return this season. Truly unfortunate. I really do think if Ryan Fitzpatrick was a starter for this Washington team, they'd be a little bit better than what their record is at the current moment. We know that Ryan Fitzpatrick really can keep you in the game and he's always really kind of you know in the game at the last possession and, and you know can drive you on those game winning drives we've seen that Ryan Fitzmagic this is why he still has a job as a backup quarterback because he can win you some games here and Taylor Heineke has been a little bit lackluster overall this season so it's truly unfortunate here they're two and six uh, probably not winning this division with the Cowboys at six and two maybe can fight for a little bit of a playoff spot but it's really tough here. I mean, this entire NFC South is kind of right in the mix of, you know, um, playoff um, wild card. 
um, playoff wild card standings. Um, you know, Tampa Bay six and two, Saints five and three, Falcons four and four, Panthers four and five. So they're all really, uh, you know, taking all those spots there in the NFC South. So we'll see if Washington can really turn it around this week with Taylor Heineke, um, and if Taylor Heineke can continue to grow and get better. But truly unfortunate for Ryan Fitzpatrick. This was kind of potentially his last season starter from start to finish unfortunately injured what was a game one game two so I do feel bad for Ryan Fitzpatrick I didn't really want to see him be the starter in the offseason and then what we're seeing from Taylor Heineke yeah unfortunately should have been Ryan Fitzpatrick I do think they did get the starting quarterback right we were wrong Ron Rivera and company was right here but unfortunately we didn't get to see it play out so truly unfortunate with Ryan Fitzpatrick here but he is a fit it's basically official 99% I would say that Ryan Fitzpatrick will not play this season and we'll see if this kind of forces them into retirement the rehab coming back a hip injury so truly truly unfortunate by Ryan Fitzpatrick truly feel for the man and uh yeah I would kind of like to see him get one last ride I don't want him to see him go out like this I wanted to see this be his last ride here in Washington we didn't get that so truly truly unfortunate big respect to Ryan Fitzpatrick unfortunately his potential career is over all right, more quarterback news here. Carolina Panthers are operating as if Sam Darnold will be out for the season while giving Cam Newton a chance to win the 2022 starting job. If Sam Darnold loses the job to Cam Newton, he must be exiled from the league. It's no disrespect to Cam Newton. He did his thing. He had his time. He, it's hard to be consistent uh, for more than one season at a high caliber position like the quarterback position. Cam Newton had his success. He got to the Super Bowl. He won MVP. That's like uh, 99% better than what the average NFL player does in the NFL. So Cam Newton had a great career, folks. It's not the best quarterback of all time. No, but nobody really thinks of it like that anyway. It's not the worst quarterback of all time. Obviously, there's Sam Darnold that's kind of taking that award a little bit. So Cam Newton had his time. It was an applaudable career. Possibly possibly Hall of Fame worthy, possibly, possibly, I think you can make an argument uh, for it, but I don't see him working out here in Carolina, obviously Sam Darnold has not worked here out in Carolina, so they got to blow it all up, and next season we'll have Matt Rule having three quarterbacks, all garbage, and not able to coach them up uh, better than what really what they are. So Matt Rule's not a good coach. They're looking to shift to another quarterback already, even though they brought in Sam Darnold because he really thought you don't bring in Sam Darnold. You don't kick Teddy Bridgewater to the curb and bring in Sam Darnold if you don't have huge believability and see big things out of Sam Darnold. There's no reason why you make that trade unless you think he's good. And Matt Rule made the trade, so we have to assume Matt Rule thought Sam Darnold was good, and here we are, Sam Darnold not being good, and Matt Rule doesn't know football and doesn't know how to scout quarterbacks. And now he's believing in Cam Newton because Cam Newton said he's in the best shape of his career, so you can actively lie right to Matt Rule's face and he will believe whatever you give them. Didn't they pay him $10 million? I think they paid Cam Newton $10 million. What? What? What are we doing? What are you doing, Matt Rule? Ruining the Panthers team. Ruining Christian McCaffrey. And this Panthers team is absolutely trash. So Sam Darnold, <laughs> he's going to be out. <laughs> he's going to be looking for a new team. And never only throwing above 60% completion percentage once in your career. Good luck finding a job. Nobody's going to take a third chance on you. All right, uh, Cam Newton is expected to be active today, may not play, but in the same sense that Taysom Hill may play, uh, specific packages, same thing with OBJ and punt return, so maybe some plays here or there to get him acclimated, but I don't really see Cam Newton starting the entire game. So he may be out there a little bit, maybe in the red zone, but overall, he's not going to really be the main quarterback. And then here we go, folks. We know winter is here because it is snowing in Lambeau. The first snow game of the season. Good luck, Russell Wilson. Also, good luck, Aaron Rodgers. Imagine not playing for an entire week. And then, hang on, is this field? What's up with this field? Is this an. What is up with this? This looks like an optical illusion, no? Do they got like a cover on the field? 
They must have a car. Oh, yeah, so I was about to say it looks inflated like the field looks inflated. Uh, but it seems like they got a tarp over the field and maybe like a heat gun pumping heat into it. So the field stays um, defrosted. That might be what that is. Um, okay. But yeah, it's snowing in Green Bay. It's going to be absolutely cold. Aaron Rodgers already cold because he didn't play last week. Russell Wilson already cold because he hasn't played for the last four weeks. And now it's cold because it's cold out there. So expect a lot of coldness out here. And maybe, let's see what the spread is here. Do we get any great value with the points now that it's going to be a cold game? Probably not the highest offensive scoring game here. So let's uh, refresh what this line is as of right now. And it's only Seahawks plus three. So we're not getting any kind of 10, seven point uh, spread here. If the Seahawks were getting like seven to 10 points, I would definitely say to take that. I think that'd be good value because once again, it's snowing in Lambeau. People are going to be tough or people are going to be cold. It's going to be tough to hit people because you're going to be hurting yourself while hitting people because you are cold. So probably not the most highest offensively scoring game. Unfortunately, just a three point spread right here. So no great value either way. So we'll still stay away from Seahawks Packers and see what these cold, frozen quarterbacks can do. And then what do we got here? Uh, members of the NFL officiating department privately acknowledged that officials aired on at least three critical calls and non-calls that went against the Bears on Monday night. So definitely uh, officials need to be held accountable. You know, the NFL kind of publicly backed the ref that threw the flag for the taunting from the Bears player that was absolutely not taunting in the hip check and all that. So the fact that these refs are privately agreeing, it's a really bad look. Let's quickly read uh, right here. Uh, the NFL is standing behind Monday night's controversial taunting call against Bears linebacker uh, Cassius Marsh affirming it Friday with a fine, but privately members of the NFL officiating department who reviewed the game acknowledged that referee Tony Carrenti and his crew aired on at least three separate critical calls and non-calls that went against Chicago in that 29-27 loss, including a low block penalty on the Bears that nullified a Justin Fields touchdown pass, sources familiar with the league's thinking said. So once again, uh, publicly saying everything was right, but then uh, privately everyone's like, no, that was really not right. So you've got to admit when you're wrong. Once again, Aaron Rodgers, you know, lied. You have to admit that that was wrong. You only can move forward and you can only enact change when you come out and publicly say we got it wrong. Make the step forward. Admit your mistakes so we can move forward. Admit your mistakes so we can move forward. The NFL doubled down with a fine. They find him. They find him. If you throw the flag, okay, it's a bad flag. We've all seen bad flags. It sucks. It sucks. But to then double down and find the man off of that penalty and be like, no, 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 we know this was a really bad penalty. This was a good or this was a really good penalty. Um, you you know that taunting was so bad that we have to find you as well. So just get it right. Can we get it right? Stop. People get things wrong. Nobody's a hundred percent, folks. Admit your mistakes let's move forward and let's get it right so we're not talking about the same garbage nonsense next season like we probably will i'm sure we're gonna get a lot more garbage taunting calls this season next season next season we may not get a lot of garbage taunting calls this week because the nfl is like hey yeah this one was a really bad one let's tone it down so kind of it all blows over and then week 11 we're throwing taunting penalties left and right to get backtracked, to kind of make up for the fines that we missed issuing last week, this week for the uh, for the uh, for the taunts and all that. So, just can we get it right? Everybody swallow your pride. Who's got pride? Why are you pride? Swallow your pride. Who cares? Who cares? Swallow your pride. Get it right. Admit you're wrong. Alrighty, I think we're good to go. We are eight minutes out from kickoff, baby! So we got to get out of here. We got to post this everywhere. We got to get ready for our big old day here so we can report it back to you guys tomorrow live noon Eastern here on the show. Alrighty, so we got no more breaking news here. Cam Newton is active. We've known this. He's probably not going to be the main starter here, but we are good to go for today. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We are back live tomorrow noon Eastern breaking down everything that we just saw today. Enjoy your day. Hope you all are making some money. And tailing our Titans minus three bat. Also, or minus two and a half, we got the better value. Also, the plane is leaving. The private jet is leaving at 245. So if you're cashing out with us at Vegas, be here at 245. Okay, folks? We are out of here.